Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right, guys. A lot has gone down. It is now 3.02. Are you sure you don't mean 3.02 hours since the last time I slept? Yeah, I don't know. Don't, don't play mind games with me, Chris. I'm in quite a state. Now, I got something to show you guys. Okay. It may be confronting. Explain what we're looking at. We are looking at a picture of Steele standing next to Kathleen Kennedy, and he's wearing his I'm with Snoke t-shirt, and the the finger is pointing at Kathleen Kennedy. So Kathleen Kennedy is Snoke. Confirmed. What did what it's what did she think of it? What did she notice? Did she acknowledge what it said? So like a bit of a blur because I did yeah. I just did all the interviews with all the oh, cast. Nice. I just missed Hamill's the only one I didn't get. Oh. Uh, like, of all the people for you to miss. Yeah, I'm dealing with it well. Yeah, so I did everyone. I did Kath Kennedy, Ryan Johnson. Nice. Ryan Johnson's just the best dude ever. He is. He really really like, is. Like when he saw me, he was just like, hey. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And um, Star Wars director remembers you. Made the impression you, you're in. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but yeah, so then um, it got to Hamill. I don't know. He was. I think he was just talking too long to people, and then he had to go. And then they did like a group one, and they'd organise like, oh yeah, then you get to ask him one question, and just when he was meant to come ask, he just kept walk like like with the the handle or whatever. Oh, okay. And I was just like, if you had a camera if we can get some security camera footage <laughs> we've got some Ralph Wiggum heartbreak oh, <laughs> oh, you can but the moment. to like be bummed about it I, it's just it's yeah. it's rude yeah so uh, Kellyanne Tran yeah uh, Daisy Ridley John Boyega who else was up there yeah that was the three pretty much everyone that was on the stage except Hamill except Hamill yeah what about Josh Gad no, yeah. no. But yeah, and, and then Kath Kennedy, who, like, I didn't think she was going to do them, so... Yeah, that's so cool. And, like, you know, they're quick, and yeah. they're, like, for TV, but, sure. like, I think I tried to make it so, like, the TV clip would be good, but then, like, when you guys listen to it or watch it, you'll go, oh, that's interesting. It's, so, more, it's more than just the generic buzzwords. I, I did not say Star Wars is back once. No. Good, good. <laughs> the yeah. whole weekend's been, like... Yeah. Like, I'm... Like, the fact that it's, we've still got two more days, they're my days off, and I can just, like, <laughs> yeah. just muck around. Nice. Did you record your reaction to the trailer in the room? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. good. Yeah. And, and uh, if you had to use one word to describe it, what would it be? Dark. Uh, I got to tell you, I felt like you when I was watching that one. 
because yeah. I've never watched one at one of these. I was pounding on the chair in front of me and screaming. And <laughs> I know you're not supposed to go the full steel Saunders when you're in the room, but I did. Never go the full steel Saunders. <laughs> it wasn't until it was over. I said, I know what that sounded like. But yeah, <laughs> you asked Garage, you probably heard me. Oh, man. What did you think, Chris? It was not my favorite trailer. It was like my second or third favorite. Okay. You know, but it was pretty good. Yeah. I I don't think, I don't know, the Force Awakens ones, for me, they they can't be matched because of the emotion and and, and the excitement. I have to say, I just watched it. A Disney guy just showed me it again on his phone, and there's just things that I'd forgotten. Like when the Falcon, like, like, I was like, yeah. There were a lot of things that from from where I was sitting and with my terrible sight, I couldn't really tell what I was looking at, so I need to look at it again on my phone and freeze frame. But right. overall, I was I was happy. So what was what what was your favorite clip? Oh man, uh, I like the like the photography, like the scenes that looked like it was like a photograph, like the one with the silhouette of the side of the hill with two figures and the ocean yeah. behind it. Like, so, that was pretty awesome. I tell you what got me every time. The opening shot, I thought it was like an aerial shot of a planet from space. Well, yeah. What it, looks like, what it looked like to me at first, I thought it was just a star field and then I thought, oh, what you said, an aerial shot of a planet from space and then, bam, yeah. hands. So that's your John Boyega head pop-up. Yeah. Moment. That's what I but, thought immediately. But I, I, if we have to, if we're ranking uh, jump scares at the beginning of Star Wars trailers, yeah. I'll give this one the slight edge to the Boyega you know, pop-up. Definitely. I, I jumped at that for sure the first time. Yeah. yeah I th- I like the Boyega one more in retrospect because it was like, show me new Star Wars for the first time. Oh. <laughs> the fact that that was the first thing that popped up in new Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. What was your favorite film? My favorite shot. I'm really intrigued by there's there's this shot of all of these warriors in black armor or black outfits of some kind emerging from some smoke and a, they they look kind of death troopery but are probably not that. It just kind of intrigues me. I really want to know what's going on there. And then there's another shot that looks like uh, R2 and somebody standing next to him maybe somebody who's dropped down to their knees and you can see in the background something's on fire yeah you, like I, I my immediate speculation was flashback of yeah. the Jedi Temple oh yeah definitely and, that, and, and the reason Luke is at the same level as R2 is like he's like fallen to his knees like oh my god what has happened Eric jump in give us your highlight of the uh, teaser hey guys what's going on man for the teaser trailer man I think the biggest thing was the imagery it's it's different than a lot of any of the other Star Wars movies I've seen. There's, um, like, the contrast in it. The, the Of course, it's a trailer, so you can't really go by, like, all the quick cuts and stuff. They aren't necessarily going to be there when the movie's done. But um, camera lines and the way it's shot, and, it's, and I, I know everybody's going to say the same thing, but it's dark. It feels dark and, um, and weird, honestly. It, it reminds me very, it's very mortisy, and which I think could be cool. I I need to sit and just watch it over and over and over and over again because I was like too caught up in the emotions of it. But I can tell you this, it made me like want to scream at the top of my lungs when I saw it because it was just like I was on fire for it right away. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Charlie, you haven't been on the pod the whole time. Charlie's back from London. What was your highlight of the trailer, buddy? Hey, Stu. Um, I think just seeing Luke Skywalker. Anytime you see Luke Skywalker, it's always a treat. And just seeing him again and hearing his voice, it's always gives me the chills. I think a lot of the trailer, it, obviously it's a teaser trailer, it, it did a really good job at sort of um, 
showing us these new images and making us try to think and process them. And I'm just getting excited for episode eight now. I'm still in that Rogue One sort of phase, but now I think I'm fully in episode eight. You're living in the past, man. It's going to be great. All right, you guys, it is about 6 p.m. I am back in my hotel room after a full-on day at Star Wars Celebration <laughs> from The Last Jedi teaser to interviewing the cast and crew, the podcast panel, and I'm looking at my bed. It's here. It's covered in stickers. My wife would hate it. And I'd love to jump in this bed. Unfortunately... <laughs> I've got to go and host the uh, the Making Star Wars podcast mashup party. Going to have a couple of coffees and a couple of beers and hopefully have the best time ever. It's MakingStarWars.net's Jason Ward! Thank you guys for coming. We're really, really jazzed. And uh, I can't believe everybody's here. And it's so nice to finally get to see all of your faces after all this time. Except for Johnny Grasso. Yeah, he's not a person. He's not a person. Uh, la- ladies, were you guys just gatekeeped? Can I help you? Um, yeah, sorry. My drink. There we go. Sorry, guys. Amanda needs a drink. Clearly, she has priorities. Thank you, Tashi. Tracy, what are your trailer thoughts? Oh, I have a lot of trailer thoughts. Um, Ray, the hands on the ground, like levitating the stones, just felt so raw and like it almost was um, like anime esque. Like it reminded me of just raw power. Like it was just so cool and like the visual. And it felt like her, like, it's not an overt use of the force. So it reminded me of when Luke was like trying to lift the X-Wing but couldn't quite do it. No, 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 no. You've misinterpreted it. No. Yeah, no. When all that stuff levitated, that means Superman lives. (laughs) Through the Rogue One uh, story, there's been talk of these poems. Hawes, fill everyone in. So, somehow... Johnny brought up the fact that he had in his possession poems that he had written. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Written to previous love interests. And uh, he said he volunteered to read them on the lot. Because Johnny is known for writing maybe a terrible rap into making Star Wars or a terrible poem into making Star Wars. But this is the real stuff. The stuff that he actually meant to send to someone. Like, he thought about it. He was like, this is going to get me a girlfriend. This is going to get me a partner to spoon with at night. So I've got the poems. And, uh... Woo! <laughs> Woo! Bet, bet audience. 
Do we dare release the poems? Release the mic, Johnny. Oh, sorry. I just, I, I just, I podcast over here because I'm a man of the people. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm doing this. There's like three people right there. Calm down. There's a feud going on right now. I mean, that's, you know. There was a lot of campaigning going on with the Star Wars Podcast Awards, and these two kind of went outside of their political beliefs to campaign <laughs> against each other, and in the end, still ends up winning. But Jason's saying... I'm just, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm with you guys. I'm not, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not gatekeeping, I'm not over here, you know, past the rope. Right, right. Yeah, well, I'm not here, but I'm telling the truth. <laughs> because I looked at the credits of The Force Awakens, and it turns out you're not making Star Wars. <laughs> he wrote us an angry letter. He wrote us an angry email. All right, to close out the show. Here's your script, Maud. Yeah, love it. There's one. Yeah, there's one that says Randy on it. Okay. So we thought to close out the show. We're now in the AM. It's after hours. Boom, chicka, bow, wow, yeah. Boom, chicka, wow, wow, yeah. It is time for some erotic. Director Krennic, Mendo, fan fiction. Now, this fan fiction was uh, custom written by New York's own Emily Lynn. So give her a huge round of applause. Emily. (laughs) The fan fiction is titled... Kate Hearts, A Tale of Passion and Loss. Now, uh, let's welcome our cast. Uh, playing our narrator, we've got Randy Lagunache. Playing Random Woman. We have got Maud Garrett. That'll be me. Rando with Mendo. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't want to be a rando with Bendo? And playing the prestigious role of Mendo, director Krennic, it is my buddy, Jason Ward. Awesome! Collapsing into his strong arms. My dear one. He kissed her deeply, his tongue plunging into her soft and pliant mouth. But suddenly, she pulled away. Wait, we must talk. She said despondently, tears glistening in her eyes. Have we not waited long enough? You have consumed my thoughts for days. (laughs) He drew her close once again, pressing his hardness against her. The lust I have for you, it's... (laughs) He searched for the word. Immeasurable! I should just say, in the released uh, version, that line won't be in there, okay? Oh, my love. But Orson cut her off with another searing kiss, pressing her up against the wall. Give it 
up for Marlowe's, all the staff, helping us out, having a great time. And a huge shout out to Eric on sound. Yeah. Thank you, Eric. We got Max on bass. We do have Max on bass. Max on bass. Max on bass. And Randy did a lot of legwork to get this going. So let's hear it for Randy, everyone. Thank you so much for showing up, guys. It's really awesome. I think we're all a bit Randy after that fanfic. What? <laughs> all right. I was, I was glad that, that it's 3.01am Tashi Station Yes High definition Yes What's going on? Nothing much How are you? <laughs> oh, so tired <laughs> Ditto I'm tired and emotional That's 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 Australian show Business code for Very drunk mm-hmm. Jason Ward Of Hello. Seatinfrontofme.net Hello I'm just going to get In line up For the Rebels panel Tomorrow <laughs> I want to know what happens to Space Boy Ezra. I want to know about his trip to the moon and if he made it back. It's over! Thank you. That's the end of content! Done. All right, you guys, that brings us to the end of our day two coverage of Star Wars Celebration. Important information. I'm sure you want to hear the Making Star Wars podcast mashup party show. Uh, all these podcasters, and then we end it with Maud Garrett, uh, Randy Laguduche, Jason Ward, and I doing a erotic Ben Mendelssohn Mendo director Krennic erotic fan fiction library, which is quite amazing. Um, penned by our very own Emily Lind, who should go into hiding once this recording goes out. So here's how you can listen to it. Each podcast will have their segment on their feed. So Rebel Girl, Rogue One, Force Cult, Idiot's Array, and Tarkin's Top Shelf will have segments. Some of those segments will be the same because, you know, the Force Cult and Tarkin's Top Shelf, they're on the same segment. Then for the Making Star Wars and the live erotic fan fiction read, you'll only be able to find that on the Patreon feeds of Now This Is Podcasting or Steel Wars. So they'll both be up there. So if you're already a patron, uh, you'll be getting that sweet content. And if you're not, you're missing out. It's uh, for $3 on the Steel Wars uh, Patreon you get the Content Club access. You get over 250 episodes. And we'll also be doing Over Celebration starting just after the live episode is a little thing I have dubbed the Steel Wars Blog Pod After Dark. So it is... It gets wild. There's a about a 12-minute one to, for tonight... And then I'm recording this bit in uh, retrospect, of course. And then tomorrow night there is a massive one, and it's it's pretty funny. It's it's super fun. So if you want to hear the uh, the full episode, uh, become a Patreon to either Making Star Wars now this is podcasting or Steel Wars, or do both. 
we both normally put up very different bonus content. And uh, we'd really appreciate your Patreon itch. I hope you are loving the content from Celebration. I am filled with joy to bring it to you. And we've still got two more days to go. May that force be with you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.